Dancing with Skeletons is sponsored by Fresno Music Academy and Arts. Come join us. And if you're in the Fresno area and you're looking to take music lessons, you can come and take singing lessons, drum lessons, guitar, piano. It's a great, wonderful place. You can call us at 559-222-7464 or you can visit our website. Hi, I'm Liz Stokel. And I'm Debbie Rude. We're Dancing with Skeletons. We know what it's like to keep our past hidden away, like skeletons in a closet. We also know the healing that comes from acknowledging who we used to be and how much we've learned. So every once in a while, we dance with our skeletons. So come dance with us. I'm good. I did a paint job last Friday. What does that mean? I did this little paint job in my bathrooms up at our little hill house. Okay. And I kicked my own ass. <laughs> I was so sore from because I had to do a lot of bending down, standing up, bending down, standing up. And I was so sore Saturday and Sunday that seriously, I could hardly walk. Today's Tuesday. I can, I still am sore, but I, I'm walking. Fine. Isn't that funny? I remember, boy, I remember when I first started kind of exercising, I mean, really like getting into aerobics and that kind mm -hmm. of thing. It was right before I turned 30. And um, I just remember getting out of a car was so painful because my quads, <laughs> you know, I just, oh, what did I just well, do? And I could hardly even get out of a car. Yeah, I mean, I go running and stuff right. and, and I exercise, but I guess just bending down, it's like doing squats yeah. for hours yeah. and then, oh. And those are muscles that you just don't use all yeah. the time. Yeah, yeah. So, so I'm recovering. Nice. From, from, what color did you paint your bathroom? Well, it's a long story. It, I, I... White. We'll just okay. say white. Okay. Okay. And then I'll tell you later because I don't know that I want to say exactly what I did until I know for sure it's going to work. <laughs> it's a, well, it's we, a secret, people. It's a secret. Yeah. We are actually uh, in the middle of talking about remodeling one of our bathrooms. Now, one of our bathrooms we remodeled a year and a half ago, two years ago, and it is incredible. I love my bathroom. But the other bathroom needs to be remodeled. Mm -hmm. And so, I love your New bathroom. It's awesome. With your tub With and all that. With my big old tub. I'm jealous. Um, it's beautiful. But my uh, son, who he he has opinions about how he wants uh, the other bathroom. Now he doesn't. You know he doesn't live with us all the time. He lives with us right now during the pandemic. Mm -hmm. But he does definitely have opinions because he's been helping a friend paint her house. And so he's like, let's paint, you know, this color. He painted his room. Nice. Um, but my husband replaced the bowl in our bathroom on our vanity. Okay. So it's a it's a wooden vanity that has a bowl that sits up on the top. Oh, cool. Right? I love yeah, those. It's yeah. beautiful. So it's a big white bowl. But at some point a couple of years ago, he dropped something in it and it chipped the bowl. No leaks, but it chipped it. So we're like, let's buy a new bowl. So he, so that's the first part of the remodel. Right. And now that the bowl has been in, installed and it's gorgeous. You have to do the whole It's room. like black, this black, <laughs> it's called onyx, but it has this really deep kind of green hue to it. And mm -hmm. it looks like marble. It's just gorgeous. 
gorgeous. And so we're like, okay, well, now, and exactly. so now we have ideas for now the rest of the yeah. bathroom. Isn't that funny how that happens? You yeah. just, you buy one new chair and now you've got to repaint and get new drapes and do <laughs> get a whole new room. <laughs> That's right. That'll be awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's also getting warm. Um, this yes. room has been freezing. It's been for freezing. much of the winter, uh-huh. and now it's going to get warm. Yep, and we're going to have to now deal with that. <laughs> and that's okay. That'll be all right. But other than that, how are you feeling? <sighs> well, you know, I still ha- I have days where I'm excited, where I feel. Um, like I've just, I've grown a lot this past year, but then I have days where I'm tired and I'm tired of waiting. And I think there feels like there's a collective weight that's Mm -hmm. still amongst us Mm -hmm. that feels, I don't know, just, just a heaviness that doesn't seem like it's all the way lifted yet. Right. And you talk to different people and you know, my husband and I were at lunch today and we were talking about someone in our life and how that person seems to not be themselves, mm-hmm. you know, and there's concern there mm-hmm. about what's possibly going on with this person. And it's like there and and there's a lot of people who are experiencing that with loved ones and friends. And it's like so and so isn't their self. And mm-hmm. so there's just this thing isn't over, even though it. There's hope that it is with all the vaccinated people and all of the, you know, like our county today, we're moved into the, what's it called? The red? Have we moved into another I, tier today? I, I think we've moved into the red tier. That's awesome. Um, so Which means we can open up more things. We, although, I mean, now, now we can open up gyms, although some gyms have been open for a couple of months. Right, right. Well, yoga is potentially opening tomorrow and I'm... Since I've been vaccinated, I'm thinking, oh, I could maybe go to yoga. I mean, so there's so there's some hopeful things, but I still am hoping that, you know, the whole world doesn't just rush out. Like, let's just still be cautious and let's still take steps to to being safe and making sure that, you know, we're yeah, doing, that's what, doing the right stuff. I know that President Biden said that the other day. We're we're so close to the finish mm-hmm. line. Let's not yeah. blow it now. Yeah. You know, let's keep caring for one another. Let's keep getting vaccinated. Mm-hmm. We're almost there. Right. And that I love that the calm, cautious nature mm-hmm. of of President Biden. You know, there's people who don't approve of him, who didn't vote for him, and that's all okay. But boy, his calm mm-hmm. nature is really uh, appreciated right now by yeah. me, you know, specifically. It, it is by me too. I, I, yeah. I agree. I totally, totally agree. Yeah. We don't need more chaos and we, we need some calm and some, you know, kind of solid steadiness Yeah. to just get us, you know, if we can just like get to this summer, if we can still remain safe and just wearing our masks, just wear your mask, people. And yeah. walking around in denial doesn't really solve anything. You know, I heard somebody 
talking the other day about denial and said, all denial does is put off the inevitable. Mm -hmm. And the sooner we deal with reality, the sooner we can come up with solutions for what we're going through. Mm -hmm. And really, that's for everything in our lives. Mm -hmm. You know, it's great to just ignore the bills come in the mail. You ignore it. The, uh, you know, it's almost April 15th. We've got to pay taxes. It has been extended till May 15th, but, (laughs) (laughs) but, you know, every year it's like April 15th is coming but we're just going to ignore it for a little while longer. Yeah. We do it when it comes to Christmas. We do it We do it all the time where we know something is coming. Yeah, we sure, we sure do. But we love to procrastinate. Mm-hmm. And all that does is put off the inevitable right. and adds more stress That's to right. us solving the problem. That's right. And it keeps us from finding solutions to the problems. Mm-hmm. So the more time you spend just... Pushing something aside. Pushing something aside, refusing to admit that there's a Mm -hmm. problem, the less likely you are to find a solution Mm -hmm. to that problem. Mm -hmm. So we need all of you to come together to help with solutions uh, to all of life's problems. Right. And this just happens, the pandemic just happens to be a big one. But there's so many other things that we collectively could really be working towards if we would just not close our eyes, not yeah. bury our heads in the sand to what's right. going on. So, yeah. so that being said, how has your week been? You know, I had a complete meltdown yesterday, just a meltdown. And something happened that on the surface seems like nothing mm-hmm. and seems so small. <laughs> I mean, really really insignificant and small. And yet it was a tipping point for me. Mm -hmm. It was the proverbial straw. And my back was broken and my heart was broken and I lost my mind. (laughs) And I cried and I yelled and I just felt so alone and sad and broken over this. Um, And again, it's not that big of a deal, but over the past many, many years, actually, I have asked a specific person to deal with me in a specific way. It's not even, it's not like I'm asking them to, you know, spend a thousand dollars on me, you know, for birthday presents. Yeah. It's just, I'm asking for a specific way to be, to be communicated with just a specific means by which you communicate with me. That seems pretty simple. It, that's what I think. But that person just consistently just refuses to communicate with me that way. Um, And so yesterday was a day when I just lost it. Now, what I am realizing today is that I am really in the midst of grief. Mm -hmm. So every day for the past several weeks now, I've just felt like I'm on the verge of tears. You know how there's just that little thing at the back of your throat. I don't like that. And, you know, I'm like, is something bad going to happen? Is this a premonition? What is this feeling? Mm -hmm. Of gloom and doom? Of gloom and doom. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel like Eeyore, you know? (laughs) Oh, bother. Yeah. You know? And I just, nobody wants to come play with me today. I mean, that's how it feels. And it's just at the back of my throat all the time. 
And I think today I found the language for it. Mm-hmm. And it's grief. Mm. And it's grief. Well, it's, it's grief over the loss of jobs. It's grief over the loss of relationships. Mm-hmm. Because this year I've lost relationships that I never thought I would lose. Right, right. Just because of a differing opinions. Right, right. I mean, what what is that all about? You know, we've talked about it yes. before. But... Um, so there's that. It's just so much loss, so much not knowing. I think the not knowing is a huge piece of that, but keep going. It's just the collective grief. Mm-hmm. And it's not just me. No. It's, you know, my husband, my family, my, you know, my neighbors. If you pay attention to social media, I think everybody is dealing with grief yeah, and at loss. Some, at some level, people... If, if you aren't the person who lost their job, you know somebody who has. If you're not the person who has a loved one that died of COVID or got really super sick, you know somebody. Yeah. And all of that stuff, like, it look, it's like I see like this Jenga tower, yeah. you, you know, <laughs> and it's just like, yeah. you know, it can only go so, so far. And then it, we all, we all are feeling it. We're all feeling You know, I mean, just the loss of being able to go out. Right. And um, just live normally, whatever, you know, quote unquote, that means. But well, and we we keep talking about the new normal. You know, Mm -hmm. this is what what is the new normal going to look like? And I do know that, you know, after World War One, after World War Two, after Vietnam, Mm -hmm. after, you know, go back after, you know, slavery ended, uh, every big change that's ever happened in the history of humankind, Mm -hmm. let alone our country, there has been a new normal, if you will, quote unquote. Um, Somebody, people, we have to get used to living in a different way. Mm -hmm. And Perhaps that is exactly what everybody is trying to figure out right now. What is our new normal? Sure. And can we go back to the way it was a year and a half ago? Yeah. I don't I, I don't know. Those are really good questions and I don't think nobody really knows the answer and so there's this unknown. Right. And I I know for me in my own personal life it's the not knowing and you know that was the whole thing that made me so afraid to get a vaccine. Is is the not knowing if I'm going to have a bad reaction or not, mm-hmm. you know? It's it's the not knowing, and and I've you know because of my personal history and personal past, um, growing up and stuff, and just being in an unsafe environment and not knowing, you know, if you're safe and if you're gonna, what's gonna happen. I mean, none of us know, right? You know, and and so. I know that there's a lot of people on the planet who who deal with that and and honestly there's a lot of like addiction and stuff that's connected to control issues and yes. you know and all of that and not knowing and people need to control everything so that you know um and I don't I don't feel like I'm in that kind of place but there is a part of me that seriously has a hard time with with not knowing, yeah. is this business going to fail or not? I don't know, you know. And so trying to keep going through that is has been tricky for me and I know for a lot, a lot of people. Right. 
after I had my just meltdown yesterday, I actually just posted on social media, I am in so much pain and I don't know what to do. Now, it, do I think that there's an answer out there in social media? You know, and why would I even do that? My husband's like, why even do that? That's, you know, nobody knows what you're talking about. Well, for me, it was just, that's who I am. Mm-hmm. And for me, it was just screaming into the void. Right. And and if if I can open your eyes to the fact that some of us are in deep pain, then so be it. Even if you want to just say, get over it or whatever you want to say to me, that's okay. But... I need you to know that I'm in pain. And that's just me. Not everybody feels like they can be that transparent. Right. So I just yelled into the void. I am in so much pain. And a few, so my daughter sent me a text last night and she said, I don't know what's going on, but if people are wanting you to reach out to them, please do so. Please reach out to them. So that they know what's going on. Right. And so, and I'm like, but you don't, these people aren't, These are my Facebook friends, but I miss my, my peeps. I miss my, Mm -hmm. you know, the people that I can legitimately Mm -hmm. cry with and stuff like that. And I don't have that right now just because of proximity or Mm -hmm. because of, for whatever reason, right? So I'm like, do I really want relative strangers? To put it out and to, to see what. What could possibly be bothering you? Well, right, right. Mm-hmm. And do I want to be that transparent with just anybody? I What I need to do is just take that post down and forget about it and, and not deal with it. Because I, I don't, you know, you know, when you have relationships with people that have known you since the beginning of time mm-hmm. and they've been with you through the bad stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the things that you've talked about is your continued close relationship with your Mm ex-husband. And he has been there from the time you were 21 years old or whatever Mm -hmm. to to now when you're 59 years old. He's been there all along the way. He was there when you had your kids. He was there when you lost your baby. He was there, you know, through the good stuff, through the bad stuff, Mm -hmm. the fighting, all of that. It's no wonder that you can still have a relationship with him and that he's somebody that is important to you yeah. because he's been there. Yeah. And, you know, I have very few people like that in my life who have been there for that, f- for the whole, you mm-hmm. know, saga. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, do you really want to go to lunch with me and have me pour out to you? And maybe, maybe that's not something you want to do. And certainly that's not something I want to do because I'm not paying you $150 an hour. (laughs) So I don't want to go have lunch with you. And it's just kind of one of those things where I just, I miss the handful of people Mm -hmm. who are no longer in my life because they've moved away or because they've passed on or whatever. I miss those people who you know, have been with me on the journey from right. day one. Right. And those are the people I want to cling to right now. Mm-hmm. And I don't have them. Right. For a myriad of, <clears throat> for a myriad of reasons. Sure. You know? Sure. Um, and so I think that's what I'm just grieving. It's just this grief, mm-hmm. you know? I can, I, I, I feel you. I feel you. I mean, I, I have a handful of people in my life that are still there. You just mentioned one, Mm -hmm. you know, um, but um, it's not the same when you can't 
when you can't like reach out, like you're saying, you right. know, you can't, you can't just say, can I come over? You know, you can't just, or let's, let's go out and have a drink. You know, it's so much more complicated than that. Right. <coughs> Excuse me. It's all good. I have a little tickle in my throat. <laughs> it's usually me that's <clears throat> suffering with that. Sorry about that. <clears throat> There's something in, in our yard and that ha- this happens every year. There's a certain tree out there, <clears throat> and it has this fuzzy stuff yeah. that falls, yeah. you know, and you walk out there, and I st- I'll start, like, sweeping or something, and that fast, I got this tickle. And I don't even think about it until the first time I do that, and then it's like, oh, yeah, the tree. I can't do this. <laughs> yeah. Right? My, my son said, boy, a year of being back in the valley, and he's yeah. ju- he has, is sneezing all the time. He's blowing his nose every single day. Yeah. You know, he used to live over on the coast before uh, he was out on, uh, on a cruise ship when COVID hit. So, um, you know, that's so he's after back, living in the coast. Now back he's back in, in this horrible yeah. valley where the back air the just gets stuck in the valley. They were actually, they had a thing on the news this morning that I watched. I didn't watch all of it. I just caught a little piece of it. They were talking about... COVID and different things. And they actually interviewed two different people. But the, the first person, they were they were saying that if you're a person who has bad allergies, there's really no connection between, like, getting COVID worse. In terms, like, allergies, like hay fever right, right, kind right, of allergies. Right. <clears throat> that they, they weren't finding that there was... So it's not like a pre-existing condition like diabetes or yeah. other now, things that it's might di- make you... Different allergies, maybe, but okay. I, I'm pretty sure that what I was listening to was like hay fever specific kinds of allergies, Right. you know, and that it's not going to... You're not going to be more prone to getting COVID because you suffer with, you know, allergies living here in this valley. Nice to so, know. And the, okay. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, okay, now back to our yeah. <laughs> morbid conversation yeah, yeah, about yeah, yeah. Not enough people <laughs> in our lives. I, I guess my question, my question to you is, we are all suffering from this collective grief. We really are. And for some of us, it's, it's, it's very different levels of it grief. And we're all grieving different well, and things. And it's been kind of doing this, too. There are points where I've just felt it horribly and other times where I feel sort of lifted from it. Right. You know, right. so I've, I, I, everyone's, thank God we're not all down here <laughs> at the same time. And I, then, know, <laughs> I know, I know, I know. We're not all in the doldrums all at, at the, the same, same time. time. Yeah. So what is something that we can do from afar for strangers, mm-hmm. for friends, for family members, for people who post things like me that just says, I'm having a hard time today. What what can we do? Well, when I, I didn't see that, I don't think. That's okay. Um, but when I see um, things like that, um, I honestly take a second and I'll usually, if I comment or whatever, if I like it or comment, I'll right. usually just put like little prayer hands. Right. And, and I'll say a prayer. Yeah. You know, just doesn't, it's not long. It's not like I'm going to pray for you for three hours, Liz. <laughs> Can I come over and lay hands on you? Yeah, I'm not, it's not that, but I, but I take a minute and just say a quick prayer for whatever the thing is and just go on. So because I believe that all of us are connected, 
You know, I really do believe that all of us are. Um, I believe that that kind of positive thought and and energy. prayer energy kind of goes out. I don't know what it does, but I believe that it does go out and do something positive. And so um, I try to do that is one thing I try to do. Um, if Now, had I seen yours, I may have sent you a private text. <laughs> well, that's, that's hey how girl. I know that. Hey, you... girl, what's up? <laughs> that's how I know that you probably didn't see yeah, it because yeah. I know that you would have sent me a text. You know, somebody posted on Facebook yesterday and I actually looked it up again to make sure that it was true. Mm-hmm. But it was, you know, in the Psalms, um, it says he anoints my head with oil. oil. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, and, and so what does that actually mean? So somebody had posted that shepherds will, un, will anoint. I mean, that's, that's mm-hmm. the word. They will pour oil on the head of sheep because they are prone to get infections or bugs mm-hmm. on their heads, right? Mm-hmm. And it's because they headbutt, you know, they'll play. Yeah. And so they'll pass um, disease back and forth to one another. Okay. And the oil protects their skin from getting infected. Oh. It protects the the bugs from boring down into the into the body. It protects the, the wounds. It helps to heal the any wounds that they might get in their playful activity. Okay. So when we pray from Psalms twenty three, mm-hmm. you know. Anoint, he anoints my head with oil. Mm-hmm. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow, shadow of death. Um, and I just thought, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. that is a beautiful picture mm-hmm. of protection. Yeah. So, yeah, it is. Because after all of these years, I'm not sure I ever knew kind of why that, you know, talks about anointing your head with oil, except that when people, sometimes when people will go pray for another person, they will literally. Yeah, well, they'll bring like a little little vial, Mm -hmm. a little vial of oil and literally anoint you with oil. Mm -hmm. And so I, I knew that that was, but why? What does it mean? Yeah. And to know that this oil Mm -hmm. protects you from just regular life. Right. Uh, challenges, you right. know, the lice and bugs and little tiny, you know, ew, yeah. ew uh, things. <laughs> and I have a friend whose family's from the Middle East, and if they get lice, because she's a teacher, so every once in a while, lice will make its way mm-hmm. around, yep. you know, from the students to her. Yeah. If they have issues with lice, they cover their head with with um, coconut oil oh. and just wrap it for about 24 hours and then the lice die. So they've anointed their head with oil. Right, and right. Lo- and it kills the lice. I, I have not experienced that. I haven't ever done that. So I, I'm not saying that it's a for sure medical thing, but it's something that they do. And I just thought, oh my gosh, we have these brains, these that are filled with all kinds of... Good and bad. Good and bad. <laughs> and like yesterday, my brain, you know, my synapse were no longer firing and I was in a dark place. Mm-hmm. So how can we anoint another person's head with oil? What can we put without physically yeah. pouring, pouring all oil. the oil over a person's head? Yeah, We can fill their brain 
their head with words of affirmation Mm -hmm. and love Mm -hmm. instead of, you know, criticizing and um, beating somebody up because they don't believe the way you do, or instead of ignoring a simple request to communicate with you. Right, right. You know, if this particular person would just say, you know what, this is how I'm going to anoint you with oil. This is how I'm Mm -hmm. going to protect you. Mm down the road. I love that. I'm going to make sure mm-hmm. that for you, I communicate in this way. Right. right. Because it's important and that'll keep all the crap yeah. from then boring into my open pores. Yeah. You know, my open sores, <laughs> yeah. if yeah, you yeah. will. I yeah. That's a I, I love that that visual. I mean that's that's and so so the challenge is what how can we do that for others? Um, that's a, that's a really, really good question. I think everybody has different, what's that book? The love language book. So, yeah, you know, five love languages, you know, we Dr. all have Smalley, I think, yeah. I think Smalley. Yeah. We all have different ways of showing our care and affection for others. Sometimes it's with words. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's with presence. Sometimes it's with, I can't remember what they all are. Physical touch is one. And so giving someone a hug, which is, you can't really. I know. Giving somebody a high five or a knuckle bump. So people who feel and or give love through physical touch. Um, you those know, people are having. Those people are really having, having a hard time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And if your love language is is a physical touch, then you're struggling right now. Mm-hmm. Um, for sure, for some, and and we all have love languages that we both give and receive. That, that is correct. So mm-hmm. I might give. I know that your love language is giving gifts. That's how you show love for people. Part, what, I think you're right. Yeah. And what about receiving for you? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I think I, words. Yeah. I think words of affirmation, and I think I like getting presents, and I like giving presents. Yeah. Um, you know, I I don't know. I that's funny you asked me that. I've never really thought about what, you know, what fills you up. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think words, I, I especially at certain times. Yeah. Certain times, words really, really will will do the trick. Yeah. You know, especially if I'm struggling and trigger it up, and you know, I can someone can say something to me and can calm me down. Yeah. For sure. Um. There's also um, acts, of, acts service. of service. Acts of service is one. So, you know, somebody, I don't know, bringing you a meal or those kinds of things. I know you're really good at that. Right. And so for me, giving um, love mm-hmm. is definitely acts of service. Mm-hmm. I will do meals. I'll If somebody's doing a meal train, I'll sign up for that meal train. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, you know, will donate to a GoFundMe. I will do any of those kinds of things that I can, yeah. that I can do. Um, I've baked bread for people and just shown up at their door with it. I've made, mm-hmm. I, a friend of mine really loves lemon, so I made lemon curd for her and brought it over to her house. Um, it's just something that I do. I like to do acts of service for people. And obviously during COVID, that's been tough right. as well. You know? Do you like people doing acts of service for you? Not really. <laughs> Now, I do I do like it from my husband, you mm-hmm. know, when he fixes something that's broken, I'm like, oh, I love you so much. Yeah. And you are so you're getting so lucky tonight. Yeah. Um, 
Um, I I love it when he when he does you know stuff, yeah, especially yeah. around the house and makes yeah. and makes our lives a little bit yeah um, more gentle. But for me, uh, receiving is words of affirmation. Yeah. I I need you to tell me yeah. that yeah. that I'm important to you. I and I need you to communicate with me. Yes. I, you know, and that, so those words of affirmation um, are really important to me. And if you don't communicate with me, then I f- feel like I am not loved by you. And not, not important and, and, in, not, and invisible. I, 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 I often feel invisible. Yeah. And I, that's a weird thing because I'm not. Right. But it's interesting how our reality on the outside to somebody else and how we can feel inside can be completely opposite. You know, I've talked to women, especially, who on the outside just are so together and so whatever, but inside they're just miserable and struggling and lonely and feel unimportant and all of those things. Mm -hmm. And I think that has been more apparent, you know, during this last year of people losing purpose and not, not feeling important and not feeling noticed because they're not doing the things they normally do. And so their self-esteem has gone down and their confidence has gone down and all of that. It's just, you know, it's that cumul- cumulative grief mm-hmm. and that, that collective grief yeah. and depression, really. I think there's a sort of a collective. Really? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely am feeling like I'm battling depression. And even my husband, you know, will occasionally say, maybe you should go on some medication, <laughs> you know. And I, I've i been there, yeah, so done that. So, I, so I've done I. that. And do I want to do it again? I, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I, I mean, I'm not adverse to it if I I'm absolutely need it. If I absolutely needed it, I would go back on it again. Yeah. And if and if I felt the way I felt the last maybe two weeks, if if it goes two or three more weeks, then I may you yeah. know investigate and see if I can't get somebody. Uh, but I I really you know how you know how when you're working your butt off for a particular event, maybe it's for your wedding mm-hmm. or for your child's wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, you are just busy, 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 and mm-hmm. you're doing stuff every single day, mm-hmm. and then the event happens, and then. And then at the end of the day, you just curl up into a ball and you sob and sob and you don't even know why. I've been there. (laughs) I've been there. Except that you're exhausted. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's really the only explanation as to why that is. And now what? Your your job is done. (laughs) So there's like this, it's like the end of a show. Yeah. There's like this weird depression that happens, you know? Yeah. So... I remember when my son did his very first show. Uh, he was just, I don't know, nine or something. Mm-hmm. And he did this show over here at the theater. And and at the end of the run, he was so sad. Mm-hmm. And he just, you know, cried. And I said, what? What what are you feeling? What's going on? He said, I just don't want it to end. I just don't yeah. want it to end. Yeah. You know? And I said... This is what I know. I know that the fact that you are so sad about it being over tells me that you had a great experience. Yes, yeah, for sure. And I am so glad 
that this experience for you has been so mm-hmm. positive mm-hmm. that you don't want it to end. Yeah, yeah. And now as I have gone on with my life and I have been a director and I've directed kids that I have seen just fall into a heap, right. you know, at the end of a show, I can say, how lucky are we? That we just went through this incredible experience together, to, together, and that it was so good that we're going to mourn well, the loss of it. And 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 maybe, maybe I mean, there's a little bit of truth in that of what's happening collectively as a country. I mean, obviously, what we are going through hasn't been great, but I think because we're all kind of in the same place, when we are at the end of this thing, there's going to be this this feeling of we got through this people we got through it together we've had there were a lot of bumps and loss along the way but we somehow managed to get through this thing together and here we are and so now what how are we going to do better going forward what do we what have we learned through our losses and through our pain and through our grief you know how can we learn so that we can be better and and you know they say that There'll be another one of these pandemics. Mm-hmm. And so... And instead of 100 years from now, it may be 50 years from now. Right. Because of the way things go in our world. You know, right. how many people we have and that kind right. of thing. They say by, what, 2050, there'll be 9 billion people on our planet. And mm-hmm. we watched a program about how we're going to feed all those people. And, I mean, there's, there are some things going forward on this planet that need to be addressed, mm-hmm. you know. And so hopefully we've learned through this grief how to be better, how to be better humans. I, you know, I always say that, like my, one of my mottos here at this music school is, yeah, I want everyone to learn music, but I want you guys to be, learn how to be a good human. Right. And music helps with empathy and, and developmental ideas like that in our, in, in human beings of being loving and caring and and music in the arts does that and so you know how do we be the best humans we can be (laughs) yeah at the theater the theater director says the same thing and he's always saying you know i i want our show to be great but i want us to leave this experience to be as as better human beings yeah yeah and you know when you when you graduate from this program i want you to have the skills to go on and be the best teacher you can be or the best mom you can be or dad or doctor or Mm -hmm. you know garbage collector whatever it is you do going forward in life i want this time with us here to be something that that creates in you um, a, a goodness that mm-hmm. you can take on for the re- through the rest of your life. Yeah. Well, and I I actually see that happening with in in you know some some ways of in people I know and just conversations and things that they're going to do differently and things they've learned and um, I do I I feel like if I'm seeing that in my small little circle mm-hmm. that that's going to be going on. And that people are going to try harder, you know, going forward to to be better and to be more loving and to be more thoughtful and kind. And, you know, there's the whole random act of kindness stuff. And, you you know, earlier when we were in our talk, you know, what what can we do? Mm -hmm. We could do that. 
you know, just want, what's your random act of kindness this week or this day, you know? We're spending a lot of times in drive throughs We can go back to paying for the people behind yeah. us. And I know a lot of people are struggling with money. And Starbucks is a great place to yeah. start because you pretty much are sure that the people behind you probably aren't going to cost, you know, probably not going to break yeah. the bank. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Whereas at Carl's Jr., I don't think I'd do that yeah. because Carl's is very expensive. Very expensive. <laughs> very, very expensive. But man, they have good chocolate milkshakes there. <laughs> so. But you know, we all need to be planning for our future. So mm-hmm. a good financial advisor will tell you to save money for a rainy, rainy day. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when you have your, you want to make sure that your refrigerator is stocked just in case you're you end up running out of electricity or you're trapped for yeah. because of a storm or you get a flat tire or something. So in so many areas of our life, we want to plan for mm-hmm. tomorrow while not living in fear of tomorrow, exactly. but yet plan for tomorrow. Exactly. And I think one of the things we can plan for going forward is to actively anoint each other mm-hmm. with oil mm-hmm. and let that oil be our positive words. Amen. Our I like it. love. Mm-hmm. Our um, concern. Concern. Just, hey, how are you? Mm-hmm. And the more um, oil that we put on to one another, the more protected we're going to be when those little bugs mm-hmm. come. And, and they'll be little bugs. And they'll be little bugs and they want to invade mm-hmm. or we playfully get hurt. That oil is going to protect us from a further infection. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. that's a that's just a beautiful word picture. It really, yep. really is. I love that. It really is. I love that. So I'm going to make it my. I'm going to make it at least for today. Mm-hmm. My goal for today is to go anoint somebody with oil. Is mm-hmm. to say kind words. To to do kind things. To to say, you know what. I love you, and I want my words to carry you through your next storm. Yeah. Yeah. I love that, Liz. I do love that. I don't know. You know, it's, um, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what else we can really say about this topic, except that um, we all want this thing to end, and so let's just... Yeah, let's go let's out. Let's just recognize that we really are struggling with a collective grief. Mm-hmm. And some of us have not had any financial problems during this year. And a lot of us really have. <laughs> and a lot of us really have. <laughs> yeah. Some of us have had no physical problems. Some of us have. You know, I, I do know people who poo-pooed the whole virus and then died or have ended up spending months in the hospital. I do too. And... That is not something to celebrate. Absolutely not. Or to point shameful fingers at. That is something to just say, oh my gosh, Mm -hmm. this was real. Yeah. And ignoring it, like we said at the beginning, ignoring something or denying its viability Mm -hmm. doesn't make it any less real. Absolutely not. I mean, just all you got to do, I mean, is walk into a hospital Talk to anybody who's working, and they'll tell you this is real. I mean, you know, I think one of the things that got me in the beginning of all this is that uh, people were were denying it, you know, and you, you they would show photos on the news of 
makeshift hospital tents all outside of 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 the actual hospital large huge tents with medical equipment in there it's all fake right and it's like really a hospital and a and a, and a world is going to go to the expense of of creating tents and and what everyone's an actor out there it's all fake i mean come on like yeah. really yeah you know i i Again, on the news this morning, they were interviewing the woman who, um, the doctor, her name is Deborah. Mm-hmm. Burks. Burks. Um, Burks. On the, who was in the Trump administration. And she said, she said it out loud. She said that the Trump administration, that most of the people that were in the White House at that time did not take this thing seriously. Yeah, I heard her say the first 100,000 deaths we probably couldn't have stopped. But everything after that in her mind, at, and we're, we're at now, what, 550,000? So at, at this point, I mean, 450,000 people did not have to die. That's a, that's a huge, huge number yeah. of people. So, so why do we save money? We save money just in case. Mm-hmm. We end up with a with a bleak time. We lose our job. We we store we put things in our freezer just in case. Yep. You know we we, we need water. some food or we need water. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have toilet paper and paper towels in our garage. Right. You know so that we don't run out. Yeah. So so that we're not one of the people who are like fighting in the store over. A thing of paper towels, and there's like a fist fight over it. I'm like, right. come on, you guys. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Come on, people. So let's live. <laughs> uh, let's live as if we're going to see another pandemic. Mm-hmm. It may not be in our lifetime, but let's treat one another in a way that gives everybody the strength to get through whatever they're going through. Let's treat one another as if. You know, that person might be our boss Mm -hmm. or might be our neighbor or might be our nurse. Mm -hmm. Imagine those nurses. You hear it all the time. I know. You hear doctors who all of a sudden are having to deal with the person who just maybe killed their own child in a head-on collision. Right. Or... You know, and yet, do they put aside, do they say, you killed my kid, so I'm not going to serve you? Right. That's not what they do. Right. They, they run in and they serve that person, even if that person has caused them grief. Right. Right. Or pain. Right. They, yeah. Right. And there is no reason that the rest of us can't follow that model. I agree, Liz. Because we're human. Yeah, I agree. So let's let's agree to do better. Let's agree to... You know, you can decide. You can you can decide who you want to be before something's happening. Now that yes. doesn't that doesn't guarantee that you'll be that person, but if you say I want to be this kind of person in in if there was a like I I you know, I imagine like if there was a a wreck on the road, would I be a person to stop my car and get out and help? Well, I sure as heck hope I would be, mm-hmm. you know, if I saw, you know, someone being mean to someone on, on the street, um, I hope I would be the person, I hope I would stop and get out and, and scream and yell or do whatever instead of just be a bystander. I mean, I want to be that 
person. Mm -hmm. You know, I want to be proactive. I don't want to be afraid. Yeah. And I want to be that girl. (laughs) And if we have six bottles of liquid here on the table, we have a bottle of, you know, milk, bottle of water, bottle of soda, bottle of iced tea, bottle of wine, you know, whatever we have in front of us. As soon as we start shaking those bottles, what's inside of them is what's going to come out. Mm -hmm. You can't shake the milk and have wine come out. When you shake the milk, milk is going to come out. And so we as a country, as a world, has been shaken. Mm -hmm. And what has come out has not always been pretty. No. But all of us are going to go through another crisis, whether it's a personal crisis or a global crisis. That's exactly right. And what's going to come out the next time we're we're shaken? Yeah, that's right. Hopefully good stuff. Good stuff. We want good, good, good stuff. Go anoint somebody's head with oil with good words, good thoughts, good service. Um, make a loaf of bread, mm-hmm. just love on people in send a way. Someone, that, send somebody a text. Send Just a text saying, mm-hmm. I love you, you're important to me. Yeah, that's, oh. all, that's all you got to do. You'll be amazed that that person needed to hear that at that exact time. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, happy Easter, everybody. I love you, Deb. I love you too, Liz. Happy Easter, everybody. Yeah. <laughs>